Yeah. Yeah. Pro Fan Sports Podcast. Let's get it. Pro Fan. Tune into the program. Every single week, get the dope fam. Sean on the mic, very flat too. Keep you updated, that's what we do. Pro Fan. Tune into the program. Pro Fan. Tune into the program. Pro Fan. Tune into the program. Every single week, get the dope fam. Yo, 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 what it do, everybody? It's your boy, John Altador with Pro Fan Sports Podcast. Back at you with another one with a special segment with my boys, Vlad, Barry, and New England Patriots and NFL insider for NBC Sports Boston, um, Quick Slants host, uh, <laughs> you know, Patriots Talk Podcast on YouTube. He's everywhere, man. It's Tom Curran. Thank you for being on the show. How you doing? I'm awesome. Thanks for having me, John. Barry, thanks for reaching out. Vlad A. How are you? Appreciate you guys. Doing pretty good, man. And obviously you're here because, you know, you're a big Patriots guy and the season's upon us this week. And, um, you know, before we get into everything, I'd like to ask everybody to join us and support us by subscribing to the channel. Um, And also before we start on with everything that's exciting with the Patriots, there was some sad news uh, with the Patriots family, with the passing of David Patton. And I wanted to make sure to ask you about him because, you know, Mm. he's a really good player around here for a long time. Long time and I think you got a lot of respect in the New England area. Um, you know, what was it like covering him since you've been covering the team since since 1997 and his relationship with you? Yeah, I mean, I think we remember the catch in the, against the Steelers in the AFC Championship game. He caught that from Bledsoe catch. No one will forget. And both of those were really acrobatic, identical catches. And then he had that game against um, Indianapolis earlier in the year, which is awesome because it was a, a historic game. Threw, ran for, and caught a touchdown in that game. I think that was the third week that Brady started. Second win over Peyton Manning and the Colts in like four weeks. Brady came into the league, kind of a precursor. See, but for David as a guy, you know, for me starting out, it was, you know, my fourth year in the league, covering the league and covering the team. And I was still covering high sports as well and youth sports and working on the Metro West Daily News. Even guys like that, John, they can serve as kind of a, an inspiration to you, even if you're not in the same business. I mean, he busted his ass. He was in Lance Carey Cough and he kept fighting to do what he wanted to do. And, you know, we can apply that. You guys can apply that with gear. You know, you keep doing these things because you love them. You don't know if you're ever going to get the payoff. Ended up getting the payoff. He was just a professional guy, a funny guy, called everybody chief. What's up, chief? And uh, <laughs> I do remember two interesting stories. One was Tom Brady. One day I said, how come David Patton doesn't work in the middle? How come he's always outside? Look at his ass. Okay. <laughs> don't, don't tell him I'm looking. <laughs> he goes, see how high it is? It's like, yeah. He goes, that because he's got long legs, high cut. It's harder for him to work in the middle because you look at a guy like Troy and his legs are not as long. So you look at those guys who have a body type and they're just more attuned to being able to stretch the field and build to speed as opposed to getting to that speed quickly. There's another thing, this kid named Greg Jennings. He was wide receiver. He was on the practice, Patriots practice. And um, the Patriots released him in 02 or 03, but he never went home he stayed with david Patton at david Patton's house and used to work out at the random athletic club where i was and i'd see him in there and i was like, i live with david Patton down the street he watches out in case they re-sign me to the practice and it's just like it's the kind of guy who would do something like that for a young yeah, yeah. so long roundabout story but i just wanted to let you know that he was a special guy i'm glad you asked absolutely man i i started watching the patriots really watching them in the in the 2000 season mm. and um you know we grew up with the whole patriots weight kind of stuff and you know, one thing about David Patton, you'd, you'd hear a lot about him on the field, but not really off the field so much. So I definitely appreciate that about him. Um, and fast forward 20, 20, 21 years later, you know, um, 
we got some changes in the building, right? Uh, Cam Newton is obviously not with us anymore. And, you know, just watching the media, everybody had Cam Newton starting the season, you know, going until week five and maybe Mac would take over. You know, we've had Ben Vaughn on the show. Um, Wiggy was on the show and, you know, they, they were rooting for Cam Newton. Not not to say rooting, but no, no, yeah. they thought that's what was going to happen. And you're one of the guys that actually for a, a few weeks now have been saying, you know, Mac Jones is the best quarterback in, in training camp. And um, obviously, you know, your predictions came true. Uh, what was it were you seeing so much about him in the summer that that pretty much gave you that confidence that he would he would be able to do this. Yeah, great question, John. I just didn't think that the commitment to Cam was as profound as people thought it. You know, the day that he was drafted, excuse me, the day that he resigned, he resigned for a six million dollar contract, which is still very tepid. You know, it's just not a lot for a starting quarterback. He's on a one year deal, and the timing of it, they signed him right before free agents. So to me, I said, you know what? They made a smart move. They resigned him just in case, so that they can go to Nelson Agle, Jonu Smith, and Hunter Henry and say, we got a quarterback here, because you can't go into free agents with that place completely vacant. Yeah. So they did the mm-hmm. smart thing. But I didn't think that they were done with business. Obviously, they weren't. And when Belichick said the night that he drafted Mac Jones, Cam's our starter, the rest of that sentence, and when Jarrett or Mac are ready to compete, we'll see how that goes. And then again, at the beginning of camp, when he says Cam's our starter, he says also in the next sentence, but everybody has to establish their level. So I've watched this team for so long that if I knew that if one guy outplayed the other, especially when the one guy was kind of in a temp role, was kind of a stopgap, which Cam was, that he would be given the chance. And as camp went along, I didn't think it would happen, fella. But as camp went along and he won every day, not by this, but he'd win every day by that or that or that or that to the point where it's like seven days in a row. And now it's like that. You're like, there's no real reason to go to Cam, who wasn't a disaster. He was not horrible. He was better Mm -hmm. than last year. His arm is Mm -hmm. way stronger. It's just the way they want to do their business. It's like, you know, why would you hire a jazz musician for a rock band? And that's kind of the fit. You know what I'm saying? It's it's like they're playing one Mm -hmm. kind of music, and Cam can can play that music too, but the other guy's just better equipped. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. Yeah, Um, man. Go ahead, Brian. Well, this is a new season. Football is upon us. Um, this was last year. Um, this week was the last week or last weekend without football. Mm-hmm. Last um, Sunday. And this is really the post-Brady yeah. era. The post-Brady era is really starting now because we actually have a young quarterback that everybody's excited about. Um, what's, what's your what's – you, Outlook for this first game against the Dolphins. Um, Mac Jones, the running game, the defense, the new front seven, um, a back end for the defense. What's your outlook for the pitchers, um, yeah. especially in that first game? And that's the thing is because, Vlad, we, we haven't seen anything really from either team and they're so close to the vest about what they're going to do. I don't know what to expect necessarily. Yeah. I mean, you remember the Patriots mm-hmm. last year. Cam comes out, he runs it 15 times for 75 yards. The Dolphins, I think it was 21-11, but it was more lopsided. Yeah. When you look at it, they really dominated them. So I don't know exactly what this game is going to look like, but the points that you make about the additions, especially defensively, look, I don't think Tua is going to be a quarterback who is going to be on the quick ascent the way Mack is. Even if you listen to Jalen Waddle, Devontae Smith, those guys who played with both of them at Alabama, they'd say, look, Mack is the guy who I'd ride with. So I think Tua is a little bit limited. Mack obviously has limitations too, but I think the Patriots defensively are better than Miami. It's a Mm -hmm. fascinating game, and it's just so much unknown. I'll ask you guys this. What does Mac Jones have to do to be considered a success as the successor to Tom Brady? Because he ain't winning six six Super Bowls. We can agree 
you on that. Yeah. What's he have mm-hmm. to do? Because well, I have an answer in mind. Well, from at least for me, I think it's it's being consistent and being more than just a game manager, right? Mm-hmm. Like I think um, we expect a lot out here, um, especially after Tom Brady. I don't think we want just a game manager. I think we want somebody that can perform in the tough situations, especially when the team needs him. Um, I don't think he's going to win six Super Bowl, but I think at least one. And does that make him a success, John, if he yeah. does? Absolutely. I think. I mean, you know, Brady's an outlier, right? You know, the guy's been to, what, like 10 Super Bowls? Like, that's, that's never going to happen again, you know? And I think, you know, what? Peyton Manning went to two, you know, so you can't really sit here and, you know. Well, he went to four. That. He went to four and he one went two. to four and lost and one two and, yeah. and lost the other one. So, you know, what I'm basically what it comes down to is these things are not real, very easy to do. And I think if he can make it to one, two and, and win, you know, I, I really I think it's unfair to expect six. Uh, Barry, check this. I have the goal for him. He has to be better than Jimmy Garoppolo. He yep. has to have it's a better goal. career than Jimmy to be a success because that's who Belichick wanted and planned initially to have. You like that? Right. I like that. That's a pretty good answer. That's, no, it is. Absolutely. That's not very hard, is it? No. But I mean, so Jimmy's career is just starting. We don't know exactly what's what's gonna happen. But I would say if the careers are concurrent, he just has to keep having a better career than Jimmy all along. Like Jimmy cannot win a Super Bowl before him or anything like that. Yeah, I mean, but but I think even if you're dirt, like that's the thing that nobody appreciated enough. The Patriots included about Brady. <laughs> he only missed once when he got his knee caved in, and then he went 13 years without yeah. missing another game except yeah. right, right. I mean, it's, it's almost unheard of. It's it's like Cal Ripken bullshit. Sorry, I don't know how much we can say. <laughs> no, oh, you, you can say whatever you want, whatever man. Whatever you want, feel free. <laughs> it's no, like no Cal worries. friggin' Ripken. Yeah, well, absolutely. That's no, a very good point. Yeah, man. Um, you know, obviously we we've watched the best to do it for the last twenty years, and um, you know, seeing Cam Newton come in last year. And a lot of us were frustrated, um, you know, and I think that's the reason when Mac came in and kind of like looked like <laughs> what we've been used to, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, the stuff at the line of scrimmage, moving guys, telling guys, hey, go go back that way, you know, uh, making sure guys on the same page. And it really looked like, like Brady a little bit. Now, I've seen this report come on, you know, on everything. Now, now it just hit the fellow network and some podcasts all over the place. But Rob Nikovich, um, I don't know if it's fair to put out there, but, um, you know, they talked about how Mac Jones with mm-hmm. Cam Newton, the playbook, and, you know, that I, I was definitely taken back by that right there. Um, how, how much do you know about that, and how true is it? You know, it's funny. I'm going to say, I'm going to read to you, because every day when we do a show, we put an email, and on the email it was mentioned, hey, this is this is out, and this was what I sent back to the chain. Um, said, to be honest, I'd lay off the Ninkovich quote. It's a pretty loaded quote, in my opinion, and the implication is plainly that cam is stupid even if nink were to say that's not what i meant to imply you should have the foresight to see where that remark lead and that means the remark's not that smart it's been fair to question cam's mastery of the offense and decision making and i actually asked Cam about that at camp and he was open about it but i think that that topic aided by the comments about his dancing last week is a real minefield um and if you're going to make that claim it's got to be sourced. It's got to be multiple sourced. It can't be, hey, I'm hearing this. Because it's a pretty damning quote. And I just mm-hmm. believe, you know, and I'm sure you guys are attuned to it too. So let's just talk openly about it. This is a, a 
an environment in which people aren't going to just shrug their shoulders when they hear something that, that has implications or, or, you know, dog whistle tendencies to them. Yeah. Which is a black right. boy that's not smart enough and the young white kid has to teach them. Exactly. The yeah. Yeah. yeah, And that's what I, I, I was like, you know, can't. That makes it harder for us to have a objective conversation about Cam's ability as a quarterback relative to Matt when we start invoking. Yeah. So what, well, what was true. your reaction? I, I completely, I thought it was kind of like kicking a man while it's down kind of thing. You know, I, I don't know if that's what he meant to do. I don't, I don't think that's what he meant to do. Because Rob, he, he's a pretty good guy and mm -hmm. pretty positive time. So I definitely, uh, I didn't like the, I didn't like it. But I knew it was going to get a lot of attention, you know, and there's been a lot of content being put out with that narrative. And I think it, it, it kind of like messes up with Cam Newton, where he's trying to go now thinking about, you know, teams trying to go out for Cam Newton. Like that, it's out. You know, that doesn't really give you too much confidence that a guy can do what he has to do. Well, it's, exactly. I mean, that's, that's the thing is you say that to try and amplify your sense that one guy is more adept at running the offense than the other. But you're also vomiting that into the sphere where a guy's trying to get another job. So you, you, in making your point, which better be really, really solid and not just, hey, once or twice he said the why is supposed to do this on them, not that. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I, again, I just think that we have to be um, – no, I, is white media more attuned to what we're saying and the implications of what we're saying? Yeah, especially after that, this, that dancing comment, which I found... The dancing and the rap comment? And yeah, um, I think that was a very, very good point, Tom. Both of those guys are, are people who I would consider friends, who yeah. I talk to offline. Um, but I think I, I'm not saying anything to you guys that I wouldn't say directly to them if the conversation needed to be said. It puts all of us in the media in a compromised position because it changes the conversation if you step into that stereotypical. Yeah, very, very yeah. good point. No, for sure. People hate on the boss enough. Huh? No shit. We need all that, you know what I'm saying? It's like, come on, man. You know how many times people ask me where my hood was? Oh, my God. Last month, every time I said, Max, having a good day. That's terrible. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. You know, I, I find myself, you know, jumping in the comments like, what the hell are you talking about? You know, it's like, as New England Patriots fans, we've seen the best thing, the best quarterback to do it for a long time. So I think if anybody knew what it actually really looked like, it would be Patriots fans. Like, you know, it's really unfair. And I definitely see those comments. But it's, you know... I understand why. I mean, anything goes on Twitter as so you really shouldn't take that as indicative people's true reaction. You know, there's no way to raise the discourse if we're going to keep going back to stereotypical comments in any yeah. on either side. So yeah. I don't know. That's that's where I came down on those comments. I do notice that it's 5.30, and I know you have to go pretty soon. Give me, I'll give you another minute or two, because we haven't even been into a season prediction, and we just I, you got me pontificating on, <laughs> on Let's do another five. I know Barry has, Barry has a couple go. questions. Yes, I do. Thanks, uh, guys. Appreciate it. Uh, so kind of pretty much to stay on the subject of Cam Newton, uh, did that – you know, misunderstanding so-called between him and the Patriots uh, where he ended up missing five days um, and, you know, missing practice, I believe, like, what, three practice? Yeah. Um, you know, and then it was, you know, clear after that that he wasn't vaccinated. Do you think that was, a you know, a real factor and, you know, pretty much decided, you know, him being released and losing yeah, his job I, to I, Mac I, Jones? Yeah, Barry, I honestly don't. And I know that a lot of speculation is that it is the main reason. Um I would say it's probably around number five or six. I'm sure it's in there okay. where you're yeah. looking. Same, right. mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's the same as an injury. This guy at any time could have his back go out. This guy, and, and he misses five days or 10 days. It's the same thing with COVID. Um, 
you know, Bill Belichick has been insistent, and I understand why, that it had nothing to do with any player being released because they were vaccinated or unvaccinated or kept. But when it comes to how's the player behind you doing, how well are you doing, and how available will you be, that, that has to enter. Big factors. Of course. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, no, I certainly agree with that. And then another question I wanted to ask was, uh, you know, since you've been covering – you know, the team for a long time. Uh, what's your favorite, like, m- memories or, like, some of your favorite moments, you know, covering uh, the, the Patriots? I mean, see, we're getting ready to do our show. Ah, <laughs> uh, nice. Copyright. Um, favorite moments? I mean, there's there's a million. I'm so lucky to have been where I am, when I am, growing up here, and being in the right place. This will stop in one second. <laughs> <laughs> being in the right place at the right time you talk about like I, I know I'm a pretty good writer and I know that I work hard but I could have done those things and been in Cleveland or Arizona or someplace else and never would have had the opportunity I've had I mean the first Super Bowl was unbelievable the relationships I've made with people who are absolute giants in the history of the game uh, are just an unbelievable privilege Barry I mean every game that you loved mm-hmm. I'm right there with you the, 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 the snowball, the freezing game against the Titans, all those under-the-radar games like the, you know, the Ravens win in 07 when they're down in Baltimore. Um, that mm-hmm. I'm with you. They're, they've all been incredible. Awesome. Ah, absolutely. Has anyone, would you say, stood out too? Because I know there's been like quite of a lot of I would say, know, great and, you know, and remarkable moments. You know, certainly the, the, Mal- the, the Malcolm Butler pick um, in that game and that season certainly stands out as the apex, even though I was there for all of 01. Um, I think the reason it does is I just remember looking down and seeing live it happen and you don't realize because it's all just a bunch of ants because we were up in the Suggs of Press. Looks like mm-hmm. a bunch of ants. Like, what just happened? And you can hear in the little headphone, intercepted by Malcolm Butler, whatever Al Michael said. And you're like, holy shit. They just, so they're just going to win their fourth Super Bowl. They're going to validate all the ones that they won the year before. Deflategate's still going on. Brady's exhausted from that. They won that. And they just beat the best team of its generation defensively by scoring 14 points in the last quarter. I mean, you'll never see anything like it. And then two years later, you see something else just like it. (laughs) Right, exactly. So many. Right. Unbelievable. Unreal. No, for for sure. It's been an amazing run by this team in the last, you know, 20 years. I got to wrap. All right. Okay, great. All right, Tom. Um, All right, Tom. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, man. We're just about to start using our studio here. And I, I apologize for the glitch earlier. Boys, I probably had a good time. Thank you. We appreciate awesome. it. Thank Tom. you so much. Good luck on the show tonight. All right. Stay tuned. We got uh, Quick Slants on Tuesday, the game plan on Wednesday, Patriots Talk Podcast. Watch them all. We'll be watching them I will. I'm all always right. watching, good. definitely. All right. Take care, guys. I'll be tuned in. All right. Take care, Tom. Right. Have a good one. Bye. There you guys have it, man. You know, we just had the great Tom E. Curran on the show. And, um, Guys, that was amazing as, as was. usual. You know, um, hearing the story about David Patton, um, you know, everything that he's been gone through with the Patriots, man. What would you guys think? Um, well, I didn't get really to watch David, but I saw all the highlights and stuff. It's just sad to hear of his passing. It seems like he was really young. Um, a lot of people say he was a really 47, kid. man. Yeah, only 47, right? He was a yeah. fairly young guy. A lot of people say he was a really good guy, better better guy than he was a football player. So I'm sure he'll nah, be nice. He was one of those, like I said, you never heard about that. Yeah. I mean, you'd see him make crazy catches in the game after that. You know, there wasn't much you was hearing about David Patton's pretty cool dude. Barry, what do you remember about him? Man, I, I remember a lot about 
him. I mean, he's had a pretty, you know, fascinating, you know, career with, you know, the the, the Patriots, particularly in that run, uh, you know, that first Super Bowl run that they had in 2001. He had uh, over 100 yards of receiving in that snowball game, uh, you know, which I didn't know until I just recently looked that up. Uh, you know, then he obviously made that big, you know, touchdown catch from Drew Bledsoe. Um, in the AFC Championship against the Steelers. Um, that was pretty much the difference in the game. And then uh, it was legit, it was crazy that in the Super Bowl, that catch he made um, from Tom Brady was pretty much like the same exact play. He ran the same exact route and then, you know, jumped the same way he did in order to make that play. And, you know, and that was, you know, that was also a huge play too because, you know, that really what, um, you know, gave... You know, the, the Patriots are a real chance to win and right before halftime going up 14-3. to three. But, yeah, he was definitely one of the biggest, um, you know, most important, you know, guys on that off during the, those Super Bowl runs during that first dynasty. He uh, catches, you know, man. Big, big he catches. catches in, like, the biggest moments and the most critical, like, you know, parts in times of the game where you need um, a guy, you know, to, to make a play and to, you know, be able to, uh, you know, keep the, you know, drive going and, uh, you know, and someone to step up. He was like that guy, like, you know, who was pretty much like before Wes Walker, before Julian Edelman, uh, like even before like Deion Branch, like David Patton was like, you know, Brady's go-to guy whenever he needed, you know, you know, was ever looking for someone to throw to. Um, you know, on a big play that they, you know, needed to convert. So, um, and then also him being able to, uh, you know, in a game against the Colts in 03, was run for a touchdown, catch a touchdown, and throw a touchdown. That was pretty insane and incredible for him to, you know, do that, you know, in one game. I think there's only been a handful of guys that have, you know, ever done that in the NFL, which is pretty cool. So, uh, yeah, he was just all around a great, you know, player, uh, underrated, and unfortunately that, you know, always whenever these guys pass, they don't get their flowers while they're here. It's always they get their flowers yeah, while yeah. they're gone, uh, which is really unfortunate because he's one of those guys that deserved to get his flowers while he was still here. And, you know, he's gone too soon and taken away, you know, early uh, from from us in that motorcycle accident. So definitely RIP to David Patton. Definitely, you know, think and appreciate every all his contributions to the Patriots during uh, his time with the organization. Yeah, Barry, you're like a Patriots encyclopedia. I forgot about all these things. <laughs> Thanks. Um, no, I, I appreciate it. I try to do my homework <laughs> and do my research. Uh, yeah, and, and on, stuff, so I appreciate that. On Monday, I was um, on a on a bus and I had a, a Patriots hat on. Um, and I'm talking about like last, last Monday, right? And this lady was like, oh, you, you repping today, right? I'm like, yeah, of course. You know what I'm saying? And she was like, oh, like, are you happy? Like, you you heard about Cam Newton? They got rid of him. I'm like, this was on Monday. You know what I mean? I'm like, what are you what are you talking about? You know what I'm saying? But I didn't say that. You know, in my mind, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's cool. You know, nah, I laugh. And then on Tuesday, it actually happened. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, did, did something, like, crazy just happen to me? Like, was she, like, clairvoyant or something like that? I thought that was funny. You guys remembered what you were doing when Cam Newton got released? I don't, but... I was just shocked, to be honest. But yeah, no, I was appalled and stunned, like everyone else. Well, you was you know, appalled. Was I was appalled? Yeah, no, I, I, I was absolutely. Um, I definitely was caught off guard, and yeah, uh, I don't think you know what appalled means. <laughs> you, you didn't like it. 
Well, not that I didn't like it. <laughs> That's what the ball means. I, I, it was just unexpected. I just didn't see it coming. No, you so, said a ball. Uh, like, you don't like it. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I guess I used the wrong word. My my fault. I that, that that's my bad. I ended up using the wrong uh, term to you know describe how I felt. Let, let, let's say you were moment. shocked. You were shocked. Yeah, shocked and stunned. That de- de- definitely, <laughs> or, or even blindsided. If we want to even go there. Yeah. No, no I, I was about to say Barry. I'm like, what? Now you like Cam Newton? Like that's that's. Nah, crazy. Nah, 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 <laughs> nah, 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 I'm not trying to say that. That's that's not. I, what I like. I was trying to okay. what I was going for. That's. Not not, you know, to say where you know where I was trying to go with that. Uh, but no, I was just at my house, just you know, chilling and stuff. Um, and and uh, yeah, and I just remember I, first I saw a text from John from the group text saying yep, that yep, the Patriots yep. releasing kids. That was at like was 10 something like, in the morning. Right. I'm like, what? Right, right, exactly. When that news came came out, and so I was like, holy shit, like you gotta be kidding me, they really just released. Cam Newton and just cut him like that. Wow. And then the next thing you know, boom, Mac Jones has been announced and, you know, named as the starting new QB one of the Patriots. Just like, shoot. That that just had my head spinning and twirling around, you know, during that time where I was just like, wow, just instantly like that, where you're starting a new era and a new chapter, you know, of the, you know, doing oh, new Patriots. Right, right, I thought you right said that. I, I gotta like you know talk to the the people that were talking a lot of trash on face about how we said you know it was a new era when we drafted you know Mac Jones and every oh you disrespecting Cam and I'm like no like Cam's not here to stay it's literally a new era now it's a new era man so it's like you know you guys are in your feelings too much clearly we know what the hell we talking about there's that um but you know what Let, let's wrap up the show man if you're still watching one last question before we go go um, ahead go ahead first game sunday what how do you what do you guys what's the prediction how do you guys what are we gonna do first game um it's damn, against, I'm, against the dolphins 4 25 p.m i'm gonna go 24 21 patriots, patriots. patriots. Yep. Well, yeah I'll, I'll say definitely the patriots will win you know this game i definitely expect them to win uh, particularly, you know, being at home, you know, the you know home in season opener, uh, but you know them to be, you know, play play well and you know and, and be able to come up with with the W. As far as a score prediction, uh, I'd probably say somewhere like thinking maybe like twenty seven twenty or twenty seven twenty one. The Patriots. That's I probably that that's what I'm you know thinking what they'll be, but they'll definitely win by one possession and it'll be a close game. Uh, but you know the Patriots will definitely just do enough to to to, to win. So looking forward to it. You what? Um, I'm gonna say 16-10 Patriots. Ooh, talking about slugfest, huh? Defensive struggle. Slugfest. Yeah, I think yeah, you got a rookie quarterback. You got a. He's two. not a regular rookie, man. Exactly. Ooh. He ain't just any rookie, right? <laughs> I, I don't know. I, you know, both prediction. Mac Jones pay goes many TDs, to, man. many to thirty into was it twenty an interception or something? His first, his rookie year. Did he throw like eight, so, something like that? It was something ridiculous. Mad interception. Yeah. Though. So, um, yeah. it's a rookie quarterback. Um, you have a second year quarterback on the other side. Um, the Patriots defense, I think, is gonna be formidable. We have a new front seven. Um, the Dolphins um, um, defense is also pretty good, so I think it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough days for the offense offenses out there. Yeah, man, the so, points are gonna come at a premium, huh? But. It's, it's, it's the Bama Bowl, man. But I think I'd rather have Mac. Yeah, oh, no opinion. question, absolutely. Opinion, you know, um, you know, like I was trying to do before. Um, 
if you're still watching, make sure you're supporting us by subscribing to the channel. You know, um, make sure you're following us on social media, Instagram, ProFans underscore sports, at ProFans sports on everything else, you know, so that's Twitter, Facebook, um, anything you can think of is ProFans sports. And um, make sure you're following Tom E. Curran at Tom E. Curran on Twitter as well. And we'd like to thank him for coming on the show again. You know, we're going to keep yes, big shot grinding, Tom making sure Absolutely. We're, we're bringing you guys big wigs in the game, man. Until the next yeah. time, we'll holla at you, man. Peace. And just wanted to also give you a quick shout out to you, John, because I know you've been saying for a while, even before Back Jones got drafted, that he was going to be the next guy in the next, you know, franchise starting quarterback of the New England Patriots even before draft night. You, even before you know, draft. You've been calling that this for a while. Even before the combine, bro. Right, right. It's pretty much since, you know what I'm saying, like towards the end of last season, you've been saying this. So I want to give you your flowers now, John, while you're here, because you definitely deserve it. And you've definitely been, you know, saying this on the podcast and, you know, been been calling it, you know, for, for a while. You know what I'm saying? You're one of the few people that's been, you know, consistently, you know, you know, saying that that Mac Jones is gonna be the guy, and uh, he's here. We are, you know, less than a week away from Week One, and he's the starting quarterback of the Patriots. So definitely shout out to you, John, for you know being able to call that, and, right. you know, and, and pretty pretty spot on with that. Um, Appreciate that. Yeah, hopefully yeah, he doesn't. Hopefully he doesn't suck. We'll see. We'll see. We'll That's suck. because we'll we don't want to talk about the next <laughs> podcast on how bad and how much Mac Jones suck and how trash he is. Yeah, and man. How did you know? Well, Belichick, you know, made the right decision to start him. You know what I'm saying? In week one, you know what I'm saying? Uh, right out of the gate. Listen, so, I just hope that's not the case. I just hope we're not calling Cam next. Okay, you know, but I feel you. I'll yeah, man. A quick question: Do you guys see Cam being picked up by an, another team, even as like a backup team, being back in the league this year? I, I don't know, man. Um, right now, it doesn't seem like anybody's in a hurry to sign him, so. I think it's going to take some kind of injury for him to get back in somewhere. Yeah, I can see him being a backup. It's just going to have to be the right situation for him. I think the Cowboys were looking at him, so I think it's, mm-hmm. if it's the right situation, I think he No, for sure. I'm with you guys on that. I think, like, there has to be, like, some sort of injury, you know, that happens to a quarterback or some sort of situation where a quarterback's just stinking up the joint and continue to shit the bed and not play well, you know, in order for, you know, Kim to, you know, have – you know, an opportunity to play in the league, um, anyone else. So maybe at some point he'll get in, but I think it'll be a little while. I don't see him, you know, getting signed by uh, anyone just right away at the start of the season, uh, unless it's a catastrophic, you know, situation um, and scenario with the team comes up where needing an emergency quarterback to come in, you know, with, with the team. But, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll see what would happen. Uh, right, man. Yeah, you guys got some extra content right there. Again, we'll catch you guys on another one, man. Peace out. Yes, have a good week, everyone. See y'all next week.